Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Welcome to On The Record with Chloe B, where I invite celebrities on to tell their truth behind the headlines. You can listen every Monday at 6pm on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and YouTube. So this week I'm joined with my best friend Kelsey. <laughs> hey girl. <laughs> Thank you for having me on finally. I know, I literally feel like since I first launched this, I've wanted to have Kelsey on and every time I post on my Instagram, everyone's always like, oh my God, when is Kelsey coming on? I mm. feel like people are going to be really excited to see you because I've definitely not seen you since how we? Literally. It's been like two years now, I think, I know. since I've not been on it. I know. But yeah, as soon as you started this, everyone was like to me, can you go on Chloe's podcast? Go oh, on no. Have you ever done a podcast before? I've never done a podcast before. No, Have it's my not? first one. Yay, this is my bestie. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so I wanted you to come on. I feel like people will know you from Towie. If you don't, Kelsey was on Towie with me when we first started. And I just wanted to find out, like, obviously I know everything about you, but I feel like your time on Towie was cut quite short. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... When you was on there, you didn't really show much of yourself, to be honest. I feel like it's so hard on there to kind of show the real you. Do you know what I mean? Because obviously if you're not like dating anyone or you're in any drama, they're like, you're boring basically. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? So I was probably seen as quite boring and I I look back now and I just don't think anyone see the real me. And I do feel like, do you find that as well? Like it's hard to show the real you. Yeah, I feel like it's really hard and I feel like as well, people actually didn't get the extent of our friendship. Like Mm -hmm. people just thought me and you were friends and maybe assumed we've been friends for a year or so. But Mm -hmm. me and you have actually been friends since we was 11. So (laughs) when I posted on my social media, everyone was asking, how did you and Kelsey meet? Like tell us the story. Mm -hmm. So could you tell us the story please, Kelsey? Yeah, so we've always lived around the corner, ain't we? We went different schools, didn't we? But we kind of knew of each other, I'd say. Like, Yeah, our schools were like joint, weren't they? So it was people like, it was completely different schools, everyone from them schools mixed yeah everyone knew each other yeah so i get so many compliments and questions about my teeth i had composite bonding at the lovely tooth club they have offers on each month and you can pay monthly they're based all over essex hertfordshire and Kent. so many of the team from towie and love island have been there check them out on instagram tooth club uk and don't forget to mention chloe 10 for an extra discount thank you to the tooth club uk for being my official sponsors of on the record with chloe b like the, what was it like the under 16 little <laughs> dancings that we used to go to yeah. and things like that I'd see you there, but we wouldn't ever like talk, would we? Yeah, we was probably about 11. The first time I ever saw Kelsey, I was 11. And we was at a thing called ROQ, which if you're not from around our area, you definitely won't know You won't get it. You just won't get it. If you do, shout out to the people in Thurrock that know what ROQ is. Um, But it was basically like an under 16s disco that we'd all go to and we would see each other. And I've got to be honest, I literally thought, what is this 20 year old woman doing at ROQ? Like Kelsey looks so tall. I've always been about six foot. Like I've been this high. <laughs> since I was about 11 like I just I've always been a giant really yeah so that was the first time we see each other but the first time we met we talk about this in the car so yeah so we met through BVM yeah <laughs> BVM um I think it was obviously my little brother's Carter's anniversary and I think you sent me like a really lovely message like I think we was only like 12 yeah. maybe 11 12 um and you sent me a really nice message and I think I was saying like I don't really like being at home that much and stuff like that because obviously what just happened and can you just explain what happened with your brother if people don't know yeah so for the people that don't know when I was 12 um my little brother passed away um and yeah it was just a really hard time and I 
like we, we didn't even know each other and you was like looking out for me and I just think like I look back at like my little cousin or whatever he's 12 yeah and I just think like he's so young he's like a baby oh, like no, we were kids we were literally like kids oh, no. and, like so I think that was so nice of you to message me and I think oh. you invited me around didn't you yeah my mum just instantly loved Kelsey like she, she literally did. preferred Kelsey to me like yeah. I was like by the way my new friend Kelsey's coming around to stay and <laughs> you were there for like a good few days yeah <laughs> yeah literally your mum was like my second mum oh. at one point <laughs> And we used to make like cakes. Remember, oh my cake? God, cake was a thing. So it's like before Vine, before TikTok, there was yeah, cake. It was cake. So we'd make like these small little videos of us in bed being like, just wake up, cake. Oh, <laughs> literally, our whole life was on cake, basically. I, I wish I could find that because that would have been so funny. We used to cake everything. We didn't used to cake everything and we'd like wake up in our onesies and think it was really cold and like go to the shop. Oh, oh no. Literally, like if your mum would let us go to the shop. Yeah, she'd make like a big deal, but I'd probably start driving past the shop, like sliding. Yeah, literally. Sure was there. But yeah, ever since then, we've been like besties, really close, haven't we? And then obviously, we've been close. We've got so many people who's asking so many funny messages like, what are your best memories together? And I feel like we've had so many memories now we've got older. Like, mm. of course, we've been on girls' holidays. But I do think our funniest memories are when we were younger. Yeah, no, I do. <laughs> I just think we were just a bit wild when we were younger, weren't we? Yeah, we was definitely wild. Like, <laughs> just a little like, bit. When I look at like, people like 16, 15-year-olds and then I look at us and what we was doing when we was 15, 16, like... Me and Kelsey used to have these fake IDs, which isn't good, but it's funny because I'm sure everyone else did as well. Yeah. And we used to go into clubs. They looked us. nothing like us, these IDs no. as well. Like mine had brown hair. Yeah, I was bleached blonde. Yeah. I think mine was like 29. And I was like <laughs> 17. Like it looked nothing like me. What, what was yours? Who like mine was 24. It's a family 24. friend that I'd borrowed. She had jet black hair and a piercing there, and it definitely wasn't me. Um, but I don't know why they just used to be like, go on, go. Literally, <laughs> that, that we used to go slug and lettuce in Brentwood yeah. every weekend. We never used to get into Sugar Heart. That was always the oh, problem. Yeah. Like, yeah. We'd try and get in. One of us would maybe get in, one of us wouldn't. Then we'd have an yeah. argument about who was going to get in. You've got in without me. That's out of order. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. I remember that. I don't think I ever got in there, but I'm not surprised. I look back now and I'm like, how did I even get in places with that idea? I don't know. I don't know how they let us in. It was hilarious. And like, we used to dress like we used to think we were so old, but we was like 17. And like, I look back now, I think. I think I wore like a red leather latex two-piece oh, dress. <laughs> Kelsey, but it wasn't a dress-up costume either. Like, no, was that, that was for a night out. Yeah, red leather latex. It was yours. Yeah, it was, a lot it was like yeah. tight as anything. Yeah. Like, it was like <laughs> sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> remember once she had a sunbed and she come out and I'd be like wow she was red like she'd gone so purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free see better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts oh 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts if you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.
friendship burn. Like, so I've got really pale skin. Yeah. Like really pale. <laughs> and I, I always think that I can tan by sunbeds, but I really can't. I burn every single time. And I think like, I thought I was going to We Are Festival when I it's been really it? brown. She's wearing a red outfit and she was the same colour. Made it even worse. <laughs> Honestly, I was bright luminous red to match the outfit like I blended in so with the outfit red. So red. everyone's like to me are you all right probably did have sunstroke I'm not gonna <laughs> lie but living my best life though <laughs> she's got sunstroke honestly I think I did have the shake sadly embarrassing anything for a boyfriend when she was younger and I just used to tag along with it <laughs> you, your boyfriend you did you literally it's did it was us bro just us bro like bitches of them too and I'm just about me like this is there embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> so obviously then I feel like when people started knowing us we went on Towie when we was like 18 and can you just tell us about Towie experience? It's very similar to mine, but tell us all about your experience on Towie, how you yeah. got on there and your time on there. Yeah, so obviously I worked in a school, like a special needs school, and I did, I, I enjoyed doing it, but it was very hard work. Mm -hmm. um, I was with my ex-boyfriend and I just didn't even think about going on TV. Like it weren't even a thought in my head to go yeah. on TV. I think what people don't get about Kelsey, sorry to interrupt, is you're very shy. Yeah. Um, like people saw you as like, maybe you said yourself that you come across a bit boring, mm. but it wasn't actually the fact that you're boring at all because you're so funny, but you're actually really shy. Yeah. So I think like, the idea of TV for you at the time was a bit crazy because you are so quiet. Mm, yeah, like when I tell people that, people are shocked. They're like, when I'm like, oh, like I get a bit of anxiety, like when I get filmed or whatever, they're like, what? I thought you'd love being in front of a camera. I'm like, no, not really. Like I don't yeah. overly love it. Do you know what I mean? But I think they think because I was on Towie, because I take pictures all the time, they just think that I love being in front of a camera. But that's not actually my personality. Like I think... When I first went on Towie, my first day. you tell us about day, your journey going on Towie? How did that come about? Same as mine, basically. Yeah, so I think you was the one that told me to answer the DM from this cast, this caster. <laughs> I didn't even answer the DM. <laughs> I thought it was a fake account. <laughs> yeah. So you told me, you was like, Kels, do it. Like, I went for my interview. I was like, oh, really? I better answer then. Yeah. And I think I answered their DM. Yeah. Um, they said they was interested in me filming for a TV show based in Essex answered it i think like a week later i had the interview yeah um ever since then i was on it um but yeah i had a really good time on Tawi. i did have some really fun times obviously like i hated arguing with you i yeah. think we argued for like a year I straight know, like someone asked on instagram like what's your biggest regret on Tawi? like i don't know if you agree but for me probably one of my biggest regrets was the fact that we fell out because mm. I think that it completely gave people such a different idea of our friendship to what it is. Like people just see it as like this disposable friendship, which I've had with so many people on the cast, but really like our friendship runs so much deeper. Like we was friends since we was 11. Mm. We've gone through so much together. Like, and it was really hard. That was probably the most challenging part of me being on the show in general. Yeah. And do you know what's so hard? It's like we obviously weren't speaking, but we was always around each other as well. Yeah. And and then obviously you get put into scenes because we was arguing and mm. obviously they're going to film that. Yeah. And it just, it was, it was a bad time really. Yeah. And I feel like maybe if we weren't on the show, maybe that wouldn't have happened. Because oh we've, we've different. never argued it, off the show. No, it would never have happened. Like, I think what I put it down to a lot was like, we was young. Like we was very young, really. We, I look back now and we actually look like babies. Like, when I meet 18 year olds now, 
I find it impossible to believe that I went on TV at 18. Yeah, like, I do. I meet 18 year olds, whether that be like just out and about, or mm. you see someone who's like, you know, working in the hair salon and they go, I'm 18. And I think, <laughs> I was on a show at that age. It's crazy. Do you know what I mean? Like, it is mad. Like, like, I feel like when I was 18, I look back now and I'm like, that was like a whole different person. Like I didn't even know myself or I hadn't, I feel like I had like no confidence, but you don't when you're younger, you don't no. really know like anything about yourself or whatever. But yeah, I look back now and I'm like, oh my God, we actually were babies, but we thought we were so old. Like, oh, no, no. But everyone else on the show was like 25 plus, weren't they? Oh, so no. it was just crazy. That Our first day, I remember like me and Kelsey went to, do you remember the press launch together? Oh and yeah. We went there and it was like I don't think many people know about the press launch and how like intimidating it was because mm. like Howie was really thoughtful and they did like take us into consideration, didn't they? But it was essentially this is the old cast who are quite a lot older than you, and yeah. this is the young cast who are basically 18. Some of them were older, like the boys were a little bit older than us, but all of our crew was like 18. Yeah. And it was like go and mix yeah, I know. <laughs> With all these people that we like used to watch when we were younger, like yeah. probably like 16 or whatever. Yeah. And then we're just there with them. <laughs> it's just crazy. Just go and talk to them and go and make a storyline. Yeah. I think like at the time, like we, the, I, I don't think that, you know, I don't take it personally our falling out at all because I think I can fully see why we fell out. Like mm. we was both competing for airtime that we didn't know how to get. <laughs> like we, it was just like, oh my God, like we're annoying each other. And instead of talking it out in a normal way, we're being told to speak about it on camera. Yeah, Do you know because what I mean? obviously you you get told not to speak about anything off camera, don't you? And obviously yeah. we were young, like we just joined the show. We didn't really know much about it. So we was doing as we were told basically, yeah. but really we should have we should have sorted it out. But <laughs> maybe we would have been friends like a lot sooner. <laughs> yeah, no, I always knew but, we was going to make up though. I always thought it was something we was always going to make up from. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, at one point we did hate each other though. Oh my God. And the thing is, because we've known each other for so long, <laughs> we know everything about each other. Mm, so, the arguments are bad. Like, we're lie. saying like vile things to each other because we're basically like sisters and mm. we know disgusting things about each yeah. other. So we were like saying stuff that we would know would both hurt each other basically yeah. i think a lot of it got cut out <laughs> yeah yeah a lot of it uh, were a lot worse <laughs> than what so you bad. saw <laughs> so bad mm. um is there any like do you ever see clips of your time on tally and think to yourself oh my god like if i could go back what would you do differently aside from our argument i think if i went back to tally obviously i'm so different now i'd be a lot more confident yeah because back then i was very shy i do feel like tally did give me a lot more confidence though so like as i went on i got more confident do you yeah. know what i mean but yeah i'd definitely be like more opinionated and all that i was just kind of like when I look back at it, I remember when I was filming for Towie by the end of it, I was kind of in like my party girl era. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Like I was always going to parties and then filming straight from the part the after party or whatever. Like mm. I remember one time I went to a party um, and I was filming at like nine in the morning oh and I was God. like, I'm ill. I'm not very well, but they was outside um, my house like the film crew, so no. I just had to film. And I yeah. was like, I was like that a lot. I kind of took it for granted that I was on like a TV show. I kind of got so used to it. I was like, oh. I so, was so young. And like, mm. the thing is at 18, most 18 year olds can go out, not go to sleep and not worry about losing their job because <laughs> their jobs aren't really that significant. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not speaking for the whole population of 18 year olds here, but what I'm saying is like, most 18 year olds have a small job and are at uni. We was yeah. on TV that was getting projected to the nation. and 
what our mistakes was <laughs> affecting us and we shouldn't have been like do you know what I mean yeah like, like I look back now and I'm just like you're so you're so silly for doing that like yeah but really all our experiences <laughs> of legally going to clubs yeah we, we'd been on Towie like do you know what I mean we we I remember so it was so funny I always laugh about this with Joey uh like interview day we was talking about it I remember us all going yeah we're just like the it girls around town <laughs> Oh my god, we thought we were. Everyone was probably like, who is this eating you out? I know. I I don't think anyone liked us when we first joined. Definitely not. Remember, I remember I went into a shop. And um, some, I heard some lady like slagging me off. Oh, that's that new 18 year old and Harry. Why would they pay 18 year old? I was like, oh God. <laughs> so they didn't like the fact that we were so young. I, no. Because obviously no one had been that young before on the show. Yeah. Um, but they did get used to us in the end, I think. Yeah, definitely. So obviously your time on Towie, I personally think was cut short. I do think that, I think it was hard because at the start you admit that you was quite shy and mm. you wasn't really as confident in yourself. But I think... When you started to open up, you was then dropped by Towie. So when you was dropped, what was your initial reaction? How did you feel straight away? Hmm. I'm not going to lie. Like, I've never told anyone this, but I was I was shocked because mm. I don't know why. You just you just think that you're just going to be on there for years or whatever. Like, But I understand why they did do it because I wasn't very opinionated, wasn't in drama, wasn't interested in anyone at the time on the show. Um, but yeah, I was shocked because obviously I think we had like two weeks before I thought I was going back to filming and then Mm. they rung me saying you're not coming back basically and obviously I just bought a new car like I've been on loads of holidays like just living my best life thinking I saw a need to come back actually yeah 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 (laughs) just living my best life thinking I've got filming in two weeks and so it was just a big shock to me and I was I was gutted I'd say Mm. definitely um but it is what it is mm-hmm. and I completely understand why they've done it at that time. Yeah. So since leaving Towie, I've got to be honest, I'm so proud of you because I think like obviously being in that situation and having, you know, what you thought was going to be your job for a long time sort of taken from you. Mm. Like a lot of people either sort of sink or swim, but I've got to be honest with you, buddy leveled up completely, didn't you? Do you know what I mean? I see her driving around in a Valar, I thought, good for her. <laughs> She's got a better car. <laughs> yeah, literally. So what was your initial plans straight after leaving Towie? Obviously, you have to get a job. You've got to, like, you know, crack on. Tell me about what's happened since you've left. This is what I mean. Like, I felt so lost because yeah. I joined the show when I was 18, I think mm-hmm. till I was like 21. Mm-hmm. I was three years of your life and they're important years as well. Literally. So I was lost. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't want to go back to working a nine to five. And I said this to Frankie Sims actually. She was on here and I feel like there's a big stigma about that. Like, you know, you've been on TV. Mm. People watch TV and assume we're making fortunes. Which, to be honest, when we first started, we actually we wasn't. wasn't. We yeah. wasn't at all. And I think that then returning to what's deemed as a normal job, mm. there's almost a little bit of embarrassment about it. Yeah, it is, to be honest. Like I said to my brother, I was like, because he was like, why don't you do this job? I can't remember what it was, but I said, Bill, there's no way I'm going to a job like that. Like everyone knows me. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And it's just awkward. I don't want to go, like, I was good. I was thinking about going back to the school that I used to work at, but then I just, I didn't want to do it. I didn't yeah. want to be around, like, loads of people and everyone knowing my business. It's just, it obviously is a bit embarrassing, I'd say. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I was thinking about it for ages. I didn't know what to do. Obviously, I was still, still doing, like, influencing. And I've never been that great at influencing, <laughs> oh, though. Like, <laughs> um, so, when I left Howie, I started to do influencing for a little bit, like, mm-hmm. tried to do it 
tried to do more posts basically but it's hard to do that full time like it I is. think everyone thinks that you know these statistics that you see online and it's mm-hmm. like so and so is getting five grand a picture yeah you might do but you might get one picture for five grand. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's yeah. like, but then again, you might get paid a couple hundred for one or mm-hmm. you might not get one that month. And I feel like there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of Chinese whispers throughout the industry. Yeah, and a lot is. of smoke and mirrors as yeah, well. Yeah, like obviously it is, you have your benefits to it. Oh and my everything. God, completely, like, yeah. I'm so grateful for it. But I think after COVID, all the, br- like just everything started going wrong with influencing. And I think so many people are an influencer now do you know what yeah. I mean it was just hard to just have that I and think we was lucky though I've got to say like if you look at our following mm. compared to newer people that have joined TV shows or TOWIE mm-hmm. our following grew quite quickly I think we joined just at the right time yeah do you know what I mean because if you look like yeah we're not in the millions but it <laughs> yeah. still went up and considering you was only there for a few series yeah if you look at do you know what I mean I think we was there we was quite lucky in the time we joined so I was doing influencing trying to do post but then I just felt like I was kind of like living the same day over and over again do you know what I mean I was kind of getting bored of it and I know it sounds like silly but I was getting bored of just waking up and having to take a picture or and it's hard to not have structure I think that people say like you know oh it's a dream to not have a job and stuff like that Mm. but also like it it can be really boring yeah sometimes like it's lovely to wake up now you've got to go to work at a certain time now you're coming home at a certain time also know you're getting a certain amount of money Mm -hmm. I think that you know influencing is essentially being self-employed it is because a lot of people probably don't know this with influencers as well like sometimes you'll do a post and you don't get paid straight after you do the post it could be like a month after or a few months after and it's just like really not reliable to be like your full-time job like I take my hats off to the people that do it yeah it's hard it is it is is very hard um so I've done that um but then obviously got a bit bored of just doing the influencing um and then I thought what would I actually enjoy doing Mm -hmm. and then my little sister Kennedy um is disabled you know yeah so obviously I wanted you to speak about that Kel so I've got articles here saying that you know you quit fame and now you're a carer so Obviously, I know the ins and outs of Kennedy and Carter's illness, Mm -hmm. but I feel like if I didn't know you, I'd know nothing about it. So before you go into your job now, would you please explain a little bit about SMA? Yeah, so SMA, for anyone that don't know, stands for Spinal Muscular Atrophy. And my mum was pregnant with two twins my little brother Carter and Kennedy and she didn't she didn't have a clue that anything was wrong with them obviously she thought she was having healthy babies um and then they were born she still thought they was like healthy babies until they got to around like two months old I think it was and my little brother couldn't like suck the milk from a bottle Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and they they just couldn't do things that normal babies would have been doing at around that age so Mm -hmm. they they started seeing early um so they obviously went for loads of tests and stuff and it come back that they've got spinal muscular atrophy and we've never heard of that in our Mm -hmm. life ever I'd never heard of it until I met you literally like it's quite rare Mm -hmm. it is very rare it's like it's a genetic disease but it's very you don't hear about it much Mm -hmm. so basically the disease paralyzes the child from the neck down Mm -hmm. but their brains are perfectly normal and you can get all different types like type one type two type three type four Mm -hmm. and type one is the most severe which my little brother kennedy and carter have got Mm -hmm. um but carter was a lot worse than kennedy he had a lot more problems okay um kennedy was more stronger and they say girls with that um illness are more stronger for some reason 
Um, so yeah, my brother, my little brother only made it to four months, mm-hmm. which is very sad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a little bit about SMA. So with Kennedy as well, I don't think people realise how, how amazing she is either. So she is Kennedy's better. life expectancy was very low, wasn't it? Yeah, so 18 months, the doctors told us that she'd live up to. And how old is Kennedy now? 11. Yeah. And 11. she's taller than me. Yeah, she, <laughs> she really is taller than Chloe. She's so tall, honestly. Like, <laughs> I see her today and every time I see her, I just think, oh, it's so lovely. Because obviously, like, I've just grown up knowing her. Do you mm. know what I mean? So it's just, uh, honestly. The, and can you just speak a bit about, like, the work your family do to get treatment for Kennedy? Because I think that people don't realise how hard that is either. Yeah, no, it's very hard. Like, I think my stepdad, Paul, he had to fight so hard just for her to get this um spin riser treatment mm-hmm. so spin riser is like i think it's like an operation kind of basically it goes into her spine i don't mm-hmm. um it's like fluid that goes into her spine to help bring back the muscle movement mm-hmm. and ever since she has had that she's been so much better with her talking her breathing mm-hmm. like she even like moves her hands more and, like her legs a little bit yeah and like she couldn't do any of that before like mm-hmm. she could barely even talk before now she's like singing all day <laughs> um but yeah my my stepdad paul is constantly on the phone to like doctors nurses like we have two carers in our house 12 hour shifts a day mm-hmm. and then obviously the night in the night because kennedy literally can't do anything herself like literally anything she's paralyzed so we have to do absolutely everything for her because her brain's perfectly normal as well like any other child do you know what I mean I I think that's what makes it the hardest thing actually because I feel like um when I speak to Kennedy like we always speak about little things like oh we got a boyfriend and she'll go yeah like and I think it's really hard because like you know her brain is fully there but she can't do any of the things that she would maybe like to do. Do you know what I mean? I think that's the hardest. Yeah, like it makes me really sad because lately she goes to school like once every now and then to see her little classmates. And she just wants to have like sleepovers with her friends and stuff like my little sister Marley does. Yeah. And it's just sad because she hasn't actually really got a young like friend like yeah. her age you know what I mean like she don't really have friendships when that's she'll die for one of them do you know what I yeah. mean she really she just wants a normal life basically yeah so a lot of people when I've done a Q&A actually about you coming on here I feel like you made um people quite aware of SMA during your time on Tower, which I think was amazing because even though it was really short you've done fundraisers for it you spoke about it quite a lot in the press so I feel like what you've done was amazing in your short time um a lot of people are asking how is Kennedy at the moment yeah Kennedy's really good at the minute yeah. she is happy she got a phone for Christmas oh. <laughs> so um she's got this app on on AI where she talks to like an AI character yeah and at the minute she's like talking to loads of boy um characters on oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and they like text back and yeah. stuff like that so yeah. that's quite nice but yeah. yeah she's doing really well she is doing really well she's been going in the hot tub she loves that's going sweet. in the hot tub yeah. she's and probably she's probably watching she'll probably watch she'll this. watch she this. will definitely hi watch Kennedy this. hi Kennedy <laughs> we actually told her when I was leaving actually was joking around I was like Kelsey's boring so we'll probably just speak about you quite a lot yeah <laughs> she said that she wants to be on the podcast yeah she wanted she? to come on she was chatting <laughs> to me so I said you know because it was a bit hard to get you here I thought I'd have Kelsey instead <laughs> yeah literally but yeah she's she lives her best life she, my stepdad Paul and my mum they do the most for her like they do the best like she's been Disneyland twice this year yeah she's always going different places like every weekend they'll take her out somewhere in an article I think I read somewhere that you were talking about like developing an app 
What was that about? Mm, so basically I wanted to try and see if anyone like a tech man or anything could bring out an app basically that she could do with her eyes um, and like she'd be able to communicate with her eyes like mm-hmm. by typing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's kind of hard to explain. No, I can understand. It's basically like, don't Stephen Hawking have the same thing? Where he similar. Uses his eyes? Yeah. yeah, similar. Where she could like write full sentences with her eyes and stuff like that. Yeah. I'd love that because obviously no one can, no one that don't know Kennedy can't understand her basically. Mm-hmm. Like, and sometimes we can't understand her. Like I understand basically everything she says. I think cause I'm with her every single day. Yeah. So for people listening, Kennedy communicates using noises and facial expressions. Yeah. So if she's happy, she'll say like, yeah, move her eyes, won't mm. she? So she, you can sort of tell her communication, but obviously for someone outside of the family, it's a little bit harder. I've been around her a lot, but you and your family can completely understand her a lot. Yeah. You? So like when a new carer comes in they won't have a clue what she's saying they're like what is she saying but then like after like a month or so they they understand completely what she's saying yeah um like sometimes we have to if i don't get what she says i have to like do the alphabet and i'll be like does it start with a b c Mm. and say it starts with i i'll be like oh ipad she wants to know what she's saying because obviously because she's like that I can't understand what it is sometimes. It could be anything. Yeah. Um. So we have to do the alphabet. But it'd be so much easier for her and less frustrating if she had something where she could communicate by using her eyes. Because obviously that's all she can really use is her yeah. eyes. Yeah. So is that what you hope for one day you could manage to do? Yeah, that's what I'm, I, I am hoping for. Yeah. I think it will help her and a lot of other kids with the same illness. So since you went on Towie and spoke about it, did you have people reach out to you that also were suffering, like families Mm. that had kids with the same illness? Yeah, I did, to be honest. And I didn't realise that how many other families are suffering with it. Yeah. But um, I had so many messages saying like, oh, my daughter's got it, my son's got it. Like, I'm so happy that someone's speaking about it because obviously no one does. I've never heard anyone speak about it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I was, was really happy that someone was getting the word out yeah. to raise awareness. Yeah. And also maybe just to give more things that can help them and make their life easier because mm. I've seen firsthand how hard it is and I feel like that leads perfectly into our next segment, which is obviously you left Howie, didn't know what to do for a job. Yeah. And I feel like you completely utilised this and made the best situation you could. So now you are a full-time carer for Kennedy. Yes, I am. So basically I wanted to be a carer. I decided mm. to be a carer um, because obviously I'd seen... Kennedy have carers and stuff like that and I thought do you know what I'd actually be interested in doing that mm-hmm. um, and you've worked with kids before in a special needs school yeah stuff, exactly yeah. so I've always enjoyed helping like disabled children um so obviously I applied for the same company that Kennedy's carers work for and they was like Kennedy had night carers that didn't understand her so my mum and stepdad had to keep coming down every like 20 minutes 30 minutes to change her position or do or do something like Kennedy was uncomfortable so they'd have to go downstairs and so basically the company gave me the job and they said because your mum and stepdad's not really having much luck lately um with a night carer Mm -hmm. why don't you just work with Kennedy yeah and I was like no way <laughs> like that's crazy yeah. I was expecting to work with someone else yeah. and I think I genuinely was but they was having so much trouble with my mum like because my stepdad has a full-time job yeah and in the night with Kennedy 
you you literally don't get no sleep. I wanted to know, so could you just give us, even if it is a bit lengthy, can you give us a breakdown of a night with Kennedy, please? Because I have seen how time consuming it must have been. Like, obviously, I've not seen you as a night thing, but I just remember being young, being about 13, 14, coming around yours and looking at your mum. And it's weird, actually, because the thing that pops into my mind is I'd look at her nails and I'd mm. see them done and I'd think to myself, how have you found the time to do that? Because mm. she would just be with her 24 7 she i would and it made me so grateful in a way because i'd think to myself like we could just pop to the shops and your mum couldn't yeah my mum still can't now really no. like they they never leave kennedy like since my little brother passed away they said like either one of them will never leave kennedy yeah they'll never leave the house no. so they're in that house all the time can you give us a breakdown of a night with kennedy yeah so a night with kennedy I start like quarter past eight. I give her a meds at nine o'clock. She'll be on her iPad, chilling, watching um, YouTube or whatever she, she likes. She gets to her watch. meds through a tube, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. she gets her meds through a belly tube. She has to have a lot of medication mm-hmm. like throughout the day, just um, to help with like her muscles. Like she gets sore because there's loads of things with Kennedy that you don't you don't understand. Like, yeah. Um, so I have to like change her position because obviously she can't move. So I have to like turn her over when she gets uncomfortable. She gets uncomfortable quite a lot. So oh, she's laying down constantly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'll do that like every 20 minutes, 15 minutes maybe. Is that Depen- all night? Yeah. That's yeah. Smart. All night. Yeah. Um, And then she can't swallow. So you have to suction her every five, 10 minutes, mm-hmm. I'd say. um, Because if you don't suction her, like it'll go down her throat and it will she'll basically stop breathing because it'll block her throat. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So you have to suction her every five, 10 minutes. Um, she has like nebulizers through mm-hmm. the night um, to help like get everything out of her chest and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, apart like change her nappy and stuff like that. Yeah. Just there's a, there's a lot throughout the night you have to do. Like you're constantly watching her SATS machines, like to see if her heart rates are right and stuff have like that. Have you ever had any scary moments in the night with her? Yeah, I have, to be honest, where she was rushed to hospital by the ambulance. I don't want to ask her. Oh, God. No, because I'll probably cry. I just don't talk about it. Do you know what I mean? God. Um, yeah, sometimes... Oh, God. <sighs> One sec, sorry. Sometimes... Oh, God's sake. It's fine. I, I want you to speak mm. about this because I feel like... You know, I've known you for years. You never cry, and I'm sorry for making you cry. Mm. But obviously, don't need to cry as well. Uh, this but is sad. I just feel like people don't see it, and mm. like the side of you on Tower that people saw was just very one-dimensional, and you're not, you mm. know. And I feel like I remember filming a scene with you. Oh my god, I feel like I'm stuck. Sorry. <laughs> I know. I'm trying my hardest. I never cry. I never um, cry. She so. never cries. She I don't. I really. I'm trying <laughs> um, not to. Right but now. I remember filming a scene with you, and it sticks in my mind a lot because I remember you saying these arguments are really insignificant to what I go home to. Mm. Um, and I just think that you highlighting what you go home to is really important for people to see. Yeah. Um, so basically when Kennedy gets like a common cold, so my house would always be really strict, wouldn't it? You have to wash your hands before you come yeah, in. Yeah, like even and... today I said like, is it right if I pop in to go to the toilet? Just because obviously um, it's cold out, it's January, and also there's a lot of colds flying around. So mm. I was just worried in case like um, Paul or her mum would be worried about me coming in and just maybe giving sight to Kennedy. But it was okay today, yeah. I popped in, I said hello to her. <laughs> so always since I've been younger, 
my stepdad and my mum have been really strict with like letting people in the house just in case germs like Kennedy can't get ill because it's it's she ends up in intensive care and gets really ill from it mm-hmm. from a common cold literally mm-hmm. she can't fight off she can't cough it off like we can um so they've always been really strict with that on the record with chloe b is exclusively sponsored by the tooth club uk make sure you check them out as they've got clinics all over essex hertfordshire and kent check them out on instagram the tooth club uk and don't forget to mention chloe 10 for an extra discount um but when she does she does get ill she does get ill every year it just happens it's i, I don't we know all do, don't we? yeah it's, like- it's just like marley comes home from school or maybe she's got something on her do you know what i mean yeah she, she, we can't we can't stop Kennedy from getting ill basically no matter how hard we try yeah but when she does get ill it's very it's hard it's hard work like she has issues with her breathing like I've had some times where like she stops breathing and like oh god's sake and she'll just be like blue like literally and we're like we've lost her like thinking that we've lost her do you know what I mean and that ambulance would come and it's just hard just hard I don't like talking about yeah, it because but it's I've, just something I put like to the back of my head yeah but just like she goes for a lot and I don't know just I feel sorry for her sometimes yeah well I really appreciate you talking about it. I'm not gonna ask you any more about it <laughs> no I don't want to make it I, sad I know but I do really think that I'm really grateful that you spoke a little bit more about it because I think that you know people see social media people see you know you thriving because you are and I feel like you know, you say I'm a night carer and, and you know, the first thing I asked you was how was Kennedy? And you're like, she's living her best life. And it's like, she is, but also the things that she goes through daily mm. can be really traumatic for you, her and the people around you. So thank you so much for sharing that. That's all right. Um, I think, do you know what? It has just become a bit normal to me as well though. Yeah. Like I remember I was upstairs um, in my bedroom and I think Kennedy was having a problem where she did, she was stopped breathing. Mm. And I was on the phone to my friend um, and I was like, oh, sorry, I've got to go downstairs. Um, I've got to do something. I had to help my mum with Kennedy. Um, and then I went back upstairs and I was just back on the phone like I was fine. And yeah. my mate Vienna was like, girl, so you're right. Like, yeah. what's just happened with Kennedy? And it, to me, it's just so normal. Yeah. But it just isn't. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But I think it's just growing up around it as well. And just also, it's just, that's always been Kennedy. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And it's like, you know, even just now, like I walked in and was like, hi, how's you? How's your Christmas? And she's not <laughs> saying much back to me, but we, we talked to her like, she's us because we've always had her just how she is mm. do you know what I mean and I feel like um, thank you for sharing that because I know that it'd be really hard for you to talk about it and I'm, I'm sitting there like trying to talk about it. Um, <laughs> so I feel like you know you are a young carer do you feel like there's normally like a stereotype of what a young carer looks like <laughs> and how you are <laughs> um, probably yeah like, people are probably shocked when I say I'm a carer. Yeah. I think <laughs> like, people normally assume like as a carer, like it's someone who works in like an old people's home or something, yeah, you know. So. Literally. I think because obviously I've got veneers and yeah. like bright blonde hair and everything, yeah. like people probably are like they they assume that I'm like a model or something. Yeah. I should just start pretending like yeah, you should start. I'm an actress. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, I remember people's always really shocked by your job when we were younger as well, though, weren't they? Like when you yeah. say you worked in a special needs school, like Kelsey would tell me some of the stories and bloody hell, like, you mm. know, Kelsey is hard as nails because I remember her going, Yeah, this kid just like latched on to me and bit me. And I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. like, like, that happens. Anyone that works in a special needs school will understand what I mean. Like, it is very hard work. Yeah. Very hard work yeah but I enjoyed it 
I actually did you know enjoy doing well, it. I remember you telling me like about like the school you worked at, you'd be assigned like one kid, wouldn't you? Yeah. So like, I remember you telling me like the progress of the kid that, that the child had made since you started working there. Yeah. And like when you was leaving and it was lovely, weren't it? Yeah, I enjoyed doing it. Like obviously I didn't even have a clue how to do sign language and I had to teach this little boy sign language do yeah. you know what I mean so I kind of learned it along the way and it was really cute actually that job yeah you liked it didn't yeah you? I, I remember you picking me up I think yeah, from I remember, there on. yeah picking her up I, I didn't even drive then yeah I was actually quite funny actually because on the way here this is a funny story I am um, at to go and get petrol before I got Kelsey and I actually went to the petrol garage that I first went to when I passed my driving test <laughs> oh first yeah. got my car and the funniest story is I picked Kelsey up to go and get petrol so I was like Kelsey get in the car like I was so excited to get her in the car didn't really know how to drive the car. I she didn't know how to reverse out my road. I didn't know how to reverse out. And then we got to the <laughs> got to the petrol garage and I was just parked in the middle of the petrol yeah, garage. Yeah, you actually like, were. Couldn't put it in one side because it was too far. Couldn't put it in the other because it was too far. Couldn't move it. Kelsey couldn't drive. It was just so funny. Like, you just couldn't do the gears or something, or like the handbrake, yeah, could you? it was different to the car that I'd perfect because it's different to the car I'd been in before so I mm. didn't have a clue how to do it but um yeah it just made me laugh because I thought on the way here that was uh I thought oh my God, uh, yeah no that was hilarious so another thing I wanted to speak about as well is um your journey on OnlyFans so um, it was quite a short journey on OnlyFans yeah, it was actually but a lot of people are asking why did you choose to leave so I just want to know what made you join it because everyone you know everyone knows OnlyFans you earn a lot of money what made you leave it Okay, so what made me join it? I actually am not that type of person, to be honest, like yeah. an, a typical OnlyFans girl. I'm actually not. I'm, I might look like it on my Instagram, but yeah. I genuinely, it, it's not me. But I had these management companies say to me, Kelsey, you need to be on OnlyFans. You'll be earning 20 to 30K a month. Like girls with less followers than you are earning that much money. Yeah. So obviously me working as a carer, kind of I just thought might as well give it a go like yeah. what am I going to lose you're, I do, basically, you're busy in the you're free in the daytime as well aren't I'm you? free all day yeah. yeah so I thought okay I'm just going to give it a go I did have a bit of anxiety about putting it all over my Instagram I did and mm. I was with my ex at the time and it like it did cause a bit of drama yeah I'm not going to lie but I did it anyway because I said it's my life not yours yeah literally <laughs> yeah and I just thought, why not? If I'm going to make this amount of money, why why not try it? Yeah, of so, course. Like, if you've got nothing holding you back, at the end of the day, who's going to turn down 20 to 30 grand a month? I don't know anyone, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And I had like a company work for me. So I basically, I wasn't really on it that much. They was like replying to my messages and, so, and that because it is a full-time job, mm-hmm. like running an OnlyFans account, if you, wanted, if you want it to do well anyway. Um, but I, I got OnlyFans and... The more I was on it, the more I was just thinking, oh, this is not a bit of me. Like, I, I stopped wanting to post it on my Instagram. Yeah. Um, I got messages. Obviously, to get a lot of money, you have to do the dirty work, basically. Do yeah. you know what I mean? You have so to... To get a lot of money, is it basically, like, full front or... Yeah, basically. They, yeah. basically, they want to see everything. Like, okay. they can see a girl in their underwear anywhere do you yeah. know what I mean and I think a few of them wanted that mm-hmm. but a lot of them wanted like everything mm-hmm. and I just thought do you know what I'm never gonna do that I feel like a lot of people as well like you know I, I was under the impression that you know go on there post in your underwear you'll make fortunes I don't that's what that's... they tell you yeah that's what they tell you but it's not the case and mm-hmm. I think anyone that says that is I think a lot of people lie about how much they make yeah. because 
they're embarrassed. Yeah. And I, I was I wasn't making bad money. I was yeah. making good money, like enough to live on. Really. But it just weren't a bit of me. Yeah. There was something in me that was saying, Kelsey, just don't just steer away from this. And yeah. One day I just thought, I'm not doing it anymore. I didn't have any content. And I thought, you know what, I'm not making any more. Yeah. So you just didn't want and to do I it just, anymore. I just didn't do it anymore. Do you think that you didn't like the stigma attached with it as well? Yeah, I didn't like the stigma attached to it because where I'm actually not that kind of person, yeah. I think when you have an OnlyFans in your bio, you just look like, I don't, I don't know how to explain it without coming across rude. I think for this end, I have no judgment towards people that run OnlyFans. You're making a lot I of don't. money. You're doing well I'm for not yourself. against it, yeah. But I do think that, you know, the full, let's be honest, the people that are doing full frontal, getting their boobs, getting other parts of them out, they're the ones who are earning a lot of money, yeah. to be quite honest with you. And I feel like unless you want to do that, mm. are you willing to have the name attached to you for not earning really that much money? Yeah, exactly. So was that your decision? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. No, I just thought... Was there ever a time where you was on it and you thought, could I take a little bit more clothes off? Could I do it for more money? I mean... I think it's easy to consider it. Like, yeah. Was there ever a time where you thought about doing that? I mean, obviously, when they're saying they're going to spend a lot of money, you do think that, why not? Do you know yeah. what I mean? But then I just thought, nah, I'm not going to go down that route. I think as well, it's very easy to open that door and not know when to stop. It is. You know and I, I think mean? if like, I didn't have, like, good people around me and stuff like that, like, maybe I could have, like, gone a lot further with OnlyFans and stuff. But yeah. I have good people around me. I was with my ex at the time. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that just... It weren't even an option for me to do stuff like that. Do you know no. what I mean? Are you glad that you left it? Have you thought about coming back on it since you left? I've not even thought about going back on it, to be honest. No. Like, I'm happy doing what I'm doing. Um, but yeah, it hasn't really made much of a difference, really, no. to be honest. So to end, what I want to know is, if you could say something to the people that saw you on Tawi when you was 18, 19, 20, oh and you could tell them something about yourself that they don't know, because I feel like, you know, you was quiet. You didn't really say too much, apart from maybe the arguments with me, you know, and that didn't really show <laughs> the best side of us, let's be honest. No. What could you say about yourself? What's the misconception they have about you? Oh, well, I think a lot of people thought I was bitchy on the show. Like, even though I probably didn't come across that bitchy, but... I was in a lot of drama with like you and other people on the show. Mm. So I think they think I'm a lot more bitchier than what I am. Yeah. And I'm actually not. I'm actually <laughs> a really nice person. Because <laughs> um, obviously when they see you on tower, you're like slagging people off and yeah. you're arguing and it's all quite bitchy really, yeah. ain't it? But it is a drama TV show. Pro I'd probably just say that I'm, I'm not actually like that in real life. No. So I'm very like chilled out. Don't like drama, really. She hates drama. I don't. Kelsey's do I? the least drama. Chloe's always in drama and I'm just like... Mm. Not anymore, Kelsey. I'm glad it's not me. Not anymore because I've actually got a podcast. So yeah, I'm actually quite business-minded now. Business gal, business gal. I'm not in any drama. I don't know what oh, about. I don't know about that. <laughs> but even though, you know, you was only on it for a short time, I've got to say it. I think a lot of people listening would quite like to see a return. I know hey. I would like to see a return. Would you like to see a return? Oh, would you? Are you joking? Absolutely. Do you miss me on there? Do you uh, miss me? Yeah, <laughs> girl. <laughs> you <Obviously>. need me. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> um, but I feel like, you know, 
that's what bothers me the most. I don't think people realise the extent of our friendship just from watching the show. I feel mm. like I never really come across. I feel like we never really filmed that much together, to be honest. We didn't, to we be didn't. fair. Like, I think we probably argued like within like the first two weeks. Instantly. It was like, honestly, straight away. Straight away. And I feel like that's probably the thing that I would really love people to see is the friendship between us because mm. it really is like a sisterly friendship. We can go months without seeing each other, speaking to each other. And the minute we see each other, we're like telling each other everything again. And I just feel like I would love you to return. Is it something that you would potentially do? I mean, it's been a while since yeah. I've been on any sort of TV show. Do you know what I mean? But I would, I'd love to come back on with you and film with you every day and have fun <laughs> yeah. and go for food with you every day. And yeah. Even like the other cast members, I miss them. Like I was with them every day for like three years. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like I do miss it. And I is I there just... anyone you miss other than me that you'd like to see? <laughs> other than me, yeah. Um, Diags, yeah, I miss Diags. Yeah, yeah. Who else is on there? I don't know. I'm trying to think. There's not really many left. Me and Diags. Casey wants to return just to see Diags. Yeah, me <laughs> and Diags. Don't know who else is on there at the minute. But... <laughs> so, anyone listening, you know, I think maybe make a, like a petition in the comments, like get Please, Casey back. Yeah. I think that'd be quite do good. Do it. Do it. <laughs> is there anything else that you've got in the pipeline? Anything coming up with you? What have you got in store for 2024? Mm, I don't know really. I haven't actually thought of it to be honest. Just like focusing on myself a lot. Yeah. Um. Trying to be a gym girl these days. We are, but trying to go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, other than that, I'm, I want to move out into my own place. Yeah. Um, just focusing on that, really. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of pressure when people ask that and you're just like, well, if I haven't got any plans, I don't really know. Yeah. <laughs> so I just feel like you're focusing on yourself this year. I really feel like you've got yourself back to the best version of you. you yeah, know? like I'm single now for the first time in a while. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So that's why I really do want to focus on myself. I haven't for ages, do you know what I mean? And I just want to get back to the old Kelsey and just have fun. Yeah, and um, maybe a return to Towie, you never know. maybe a return to Towie. <laughs> any luck, any luck, yeah. that'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on, Kels. I really appreciate everything you've spoken about and I really appreciate your honesty as well. I do apologise for making you cry because it is, Kelsey's probably the hardest person in the world to make cry. I but am. I feel like anyone listening, your honesty and openness about SMA and caring for Kennedy is going to be really appreciated. So thank you so much. Ah, thank you for having me, babes. <laughs> that has been On The Record with Chloe B. Thank you to The Tooth Club UK for sponsoring this episode of On The Record with Chloe B. With thanks to Blank Box Studio for their amazing podcast space. If you are looking for anywhere in Essex or near to London where you want to do photo shoots or host your own podcast, make sure you drop them a message via social media. Please comment underneath who you would like to be our next guest and make sure you catch our next episode on Apple Podcast, Spotify and YouTube.